know what's actually gonna be the most awkward part of this podcast because i'm a very awkward person the most awkward part is gonna be like what i say when we actually start the show because like i don't know like should i be like oh like what's up it's your boy like i don't know i feel like your boy is weird um like that needs to die um, or just like, should I say good morning? But I don't want to sound like Spice Adams. Like, you guys know who Spice Adams Good morning. Ah, ha, that guy. Um, so, yeah, that's awkward. Hi. Um, good to see you guys. Another episode, another week. Hope you guys had a wonderful week uh, last week. Um, and man, you're back for episode two. And that means so much to me. I'll tell you this. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for everybody who's already shown so much support. I mean, you know, like, just how many people were you know posting me on their stories and everything and people that hit me up saying like you know that that, that it actually really uh was a good show and that you know they, they they could relate to the stuff that I was talking about like you guys understand how much like that means to me and it's weird because whenever somebody like tells me like you know that they're thankful for unassociated and that you know I should keep on going I don't think that I am I don't know how to express the gratitude, the amount of gratitude I have towards them having said that to me. Like, it's weird because, like, most I'll say is, like, thanks. I, I really appreciate it or thanks, you know. Like, but it's, like, I don't know. It's just I don't think anybody knows how much the compliments and all that stuff mean to me um, because, you know, I get it. I get it. You're not always supposed to, you know, care what people think, but. Or, like, be be fueled by what people say or, you know, in compliments. But it's, like, when I know that a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is not in vain, like, it reminds me why I'm doing it, you know? Like, because I'm doing it to help people. I'm doing it to, to, you know, relate with other people. Like, me getting on here trying to be transparent is me literally trying to, you know, like, just, you know, let you know that the stuff that you're going through is not so crazy and not so rare and, like, you know, that you have help. Um, the topic for today was fear. One of the shocking things that I had to battle with last week was fear. And it's weird because, you know, it was great to get the great reception um, from people, you know, about the podcast and everything. But, you know, the devil just never lets you have your moments. This ain't like, man, I tell you, like, the devil hates when you have those good moments and he just tries to come and mess with your mind and mess you up. I'll tell you this. I was scared out of my mind to release that podcast episode. I truly was. And like, even still, I'm still kind of scared. And one thing I'll say is, you know, I come off so confident and everything. And I will say that I am very confident when it comes to unassociated, but me being confident does not mean that there aren't those times where I really am just scared, you know, and I'm shaking in my boots and it's just like, man, um, but one thing that I always remember when that fear comes is that, you know, the fear is mental and it's a feeling. Um, and most of the time, I mean, unless people are paralyzed in fear, fear does not control your hands and does not control your feet. Um, so, yeah, like sometimes I'll do things while being scared and while being scared out of my mind because, you know, like it doesn't disable me from actually acting upon certain things that I feel I need to act on. Last week. It was, it was kind of like a, a mental battle. I'm um, just, you know, fearing consistency. What if I can't be consistent? What if, uh, I mean, sometimes fear doesn't even have to make sense in order for it to bother you. Like, just it could be anything, you know, like, especially with the company, um, just like its success and everything. But what I wanted to read from today was Matthew chapter 25. And it's kind of like a long passage. It's Matthew chapter 25 from 
verse 14 to 30. And I really like this passage. I read it this past week, and it, I think that um, of all the like Bible verses that I read this past week, this one really stuck with me the most because it was definitely talking to the fear that I had, um, you know, having dropped the podcast and having, like, you know, uh, taken this leap in a, in a direction that I don't really feel that comfortable. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and read it. So this is Jesus speaking, and... He's telling a parable. Jesus liked to tell stories um, to, you know, basically explain exactly what he was talking about. So, starting verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called for his servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. And straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that received he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them Five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And just to skip a little bit, um, the same thing happens with the person who made two more talents. So now here's a person that only had one and didn't do anything with it. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gathered where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to put to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming. I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from which that from from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But for him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath, which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding of His word in Jesus' name. Amen. I know that was a lot, um, so I'm going to break that down. So let's take that step by step. So you have this, uh, I guess they call him some guy, right? And he's taking on, he's he's going on a trip, and he has a whole bunch of servants, um, really three. And he gives each of these servants talents. Um, and talents were something, I don't know, like I think it's not, it doesn't mean like talent as in like I have talent, but I think it's like a, some type of currency, right? So he gives each of them talent, different talents according to their abilities. And he doesn't really give them the task of growing him money, but, you know, the, t- the, the uh, I guess it's supposed to be like something that sh- they should have already known. So the, the, the servant that he gave ten, five talents to was able to flip that into five more. The servant he gave two talents to, he was able to flip that into more himself also. Um, but the, t- the servant he gave one talent to was scared, and he just hid the talent somewhere. And the way I see this parable is that, you know, Jesus is that guy with the servants, and we are his servants. 
And he's given us each something, some type of purpose on this planet according to how he's created us. And there are some people who take that as the job to carry out that purpose. And then there's also some people who take that um, and just sit on it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The problem with fear, I think more than anything, is that it's a deterrent. Fear is something that Satan uses most of the time to keep us from doing something that we should be doing. And, you know, I hear a lot that, oh, there's some good fear, like, you know, the fear that keeps you from doing something stupid and all different stuff. And I understand that, like, you know, but I don't think that there's anything such as good fear, but it's just that God can use fear for good, um, and which is totally different in my in my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, like, I see this as an analogy between, you know, God has given us each something, um, some purpose, some talent, some abilities to do certain things on this planet, some more than others, according to, like, what his purpose is. Um, and it's our job to profit from it. Profit from it, not in the sense of, like, oh, making riches for ourselves. No, but actually gaining, you know, producing fruit, producing, being productive, you know. When you look at the world today, I mean, the world is like full of competition and everything. But one thing that this verse, this passage reminds me of is that it's not a competition. You know, like it wasn't like he was comparing the one that had five talents to the one that had two talents or the one that had two talents to the one that had one talent. The one, the thing that the king was concerned about was making sure that they would be productive with whatever he gave them. Um so, yeah, the guy with one talent did nothing. He hid it and then just gave it back to, um, let's call him the king, gave it back to the king, right? And what the king did was that he was pissed off and talked about throwing him into a place of outer darkness and where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to focus too much on the weeping and gnashing of teeth part. Um, basically, that's punishment. Um, could be a, um analogy for hell. But that's not so much the part that I want to focus on. It's more of what I want to focus on um, is the fact that what was the reason behind the person with one talent not actually doing anything with that talent? And the answer is fear. In verse 25, and I was afraid, is what the servant said, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast, that is thine. This is what pissed off the king. And I think it's important to note that you know, the king wasn't pissed off. Uh, I don't think the king would have been pissed off if the person, the servant tried to be productive and like just lost the money. The king was pissed off because nothing came from it. And, you know, when I talk about fear being a deterrent, I think that this is the like perfect verse, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what did that person with one talent gain from having just sat on his purpose and not done it? You know, what did he gain from having what he probably would thought was logical, you know, and what did he gain from allowing fear to dictate what he did in that situation? He gained absolutely nothing. In life, I think that every person at some point is going to have to take a risk, take a risk. You know, and like that risk may be big, it may be small, but it's important to note that, you know, you have to understand what fear's purpose is. Fear's purpose is to keep you from doing something that you're supposed to be doing. You know, like at least the fear that the devil uses is to keep you 
from doing what you're supposed to be doing. We have to be brave. We have to be courageous. You know, like, um, I like this verse especially because it's kind of like a challenge. I see it as a challenge because, you know, like, I could be scared um, and I can, and I could feel like, you know, so apprehensive towards something. Um, but just remembering that, yo, the king didn't get mad at him for losing. The king didn't get mad at him for failing and being embarrassed. No, the king got upset with him because he didn't do anything. So that means there has to be some type of importance and more significance on just doing rather than actually being successful. Or maybe doing is the successful part. You know, because like, you know, imagine having just sat on all of the potential that God has blessed you with. You know, like, I think that it's way more worthwhile to actually try your best than to actually just sit there and do nothing. You know, like for me, let me talk about me for a second. So with Unassociated, I mean, I talked a little bit about it in the last episode. You know, this is something that I've had to grow to be more confident in. You know, like if it wasn't for the purpose that I think that God has given me in this, then I I would surely, surely have stopped doing this by now. This is not just because I'm good or I'm talented or I know how to do this. I know how to do that. No, 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 no. Like I surely... <laughs> surely would have quit doing this a long time ago. Um, and I feel fear all the time. Like this is not, you know, fear is something that it's not that you just beat it and that it never comes back and it goes away forever and you're good for the rest of your life. No, fear is a very present thing and it may come and then leave for a season, but then it'll come right back, you know, and it'll come try to be in different shapes to try and get you, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, me, I, I, I get fear a lot when I post new content because sometimes I get so wound out on like like I get so uh, caught up on, you know, how many views will it get? How many likes will it get? Um, how many uh, reactions will it get? Impressions will it get? Um, and I get scared a lot of times when I start to associate the success of the company with who I am. Um, I start to get scared because, like, OK, if that fails and like, man, like what does Emmanuel look like now? Like that's embarrassing. You know, a lot of the fear also comes from just, um, I don't know, like I put a lot of money into this and I put a lot of time into this and, you know, I'm about to graduate in a year and it's like, what's going to happen after I graduate where it's like, you know, I have to, I don't know, it's like before it was kind of not safe. I wouldn't say, you know, the law school route is safe, but it's more comfortable when it's like you say you're going to go to school. Um, undergrad for four years, then you're going to go to law school after, because that was a plan before, going to go to law school after. And it's like, it's cool when you have that plan, you know what I'm saying? You know what's going to happen next, or at least you know exactly, you know, how to get to where you want to get. It's just steps that you have to follow. Those steps may be really hard, but it's steps that you have to follow. But it's a different deal when, you know, you're an entrepreneur and um, you actually want to commit to doing entrepreneurship. But it's like, because because I want to be an entrepreneur, I'm probably not going to go to law school because like that's that has nothing to do with what I want to do anymore you know what I'm saying like the plan right now is to just get a job after college but it's like what if I get a job after college and it's like I'm putting so much effort into unassociated and what if I put too much effort to where the company thinks I'm more focused on that than my job or what if you know like I uh I am 
putting in so much effort and I'm not seeing any growth because I'm disconnected from, you know, college students because I graduated already. And it's like the, the list can go on and on and on. Understand that fear never runs out. Fear has to be defeated. You know, like there's always going to be something new that you can fear. There will always be something new. It will never just. Oh, OK, you know, I, I've I've, you know, been through this uh, for a long time or, or I just conquered this part. Right. And then it's like I'm never going to fear again. No, there'll be a new enemy and you have to conquer each fear one by one by one time and time again. This is life that we live, you know, like this is life is a constant battle. You know, like I feel like we all have to re erase that image of us just you know, having a life where there is no worries and that we have a whole bunch of money and all that different stuff, like, best believe, like, just, you know, you can have a lot of money and you can still be a very fearful, like, troubled human being, you know, like, you can still be very successful and be a very fearful and troubled human being, Um, you know, fear is nothing good, the Bible calls it torture, you know, like, and, you know, as, as children of God, we're not supposed to fear anything, like, literally, we are not supposed to fear anything. When God tells us, fear not, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Like, that's, that's it's almost like he's, he's telling us, he's commanding us, yo, don't fear. And the reason why he always gives it to us, you know, the reason why he always uh, tells us fear not, it's always, like, followed. Like, he says fear not, and then the next sentence he says is the reason as to why we should fear not. And his answer as to why we should fear not is always because I'm God. Because I'm with you. Because I'm going to help you. You know? So maybe you're that person who is, you know, you know what you need to be doing. Deep down, you know what you need to be doing. Deep down, you probably know your purpose, but you try to act like you don't know because you're scared to actually proclaim it and then have people look at you like, why aren't you doing it? Yeah, I've been there. Maybe you know exactly what you need to be doing right now, but you are just paralyzed with fear. Fear is clenching your entire spirit and your entire mental, right? You're scared to step out. That fear is from the devil, and he is trying to keep you from doing what God has put you here to do. And let's say you go and you do that thing, and, and it's not successful. You should not even regret having done it. Why? Because you just practiced. You just conquered fear. You, you know, you, you're like conquering fear at every step could be even practiced for conquering fear in a later date when it, when it really is God's purpose that fear is trying to keep you from. You know, like we got to... We got to see, you know, the enemy's tactics sometimes because when we can see why fear is coming, trying to stop us, like that's when we can know, like, okay, this is what I'm actually supposed to do. Fear sucks. Fear sucks, but it does not control your hands. It does not control your feet. You know, sometimes like beating fear doesn't have to do with, you know, secluding yourself and just thinking about it and just, you know, mentally, nah, like sometimes it could start mental, it could start spiritual as, you know, how to fight it. But then the way you beat fear is by using your hands and your feet. It's something that we all face, it's something that we all go through, but it also is something that we can all beat. You just have to be prepared. Know what makes you strong. Know what you're capable of. Know who you are. And you're God's child. And he says, fear not, because he's always going to be there by your side. With that being said, we want to move into, you know, confessions. 
Um, I want to confess over your life. That's what we do every podcast episode. Like I said, I want to confess over your life. Um, So let's do that real quick. You are a child of God. And God loves you so dear. God is with you. God is always there. You just have to recognize him. His words are relevant in every area of your life at every time of your life. Fear can come to you, but you can always defeat it. Fear is not stronger than you when you have God. You are knowledgeable of who you are. You will continue to learn more about who you are. You will take out the time to learn who you are and what you are capable of. So when fear comes, you can tell fear that, hey, this is what me and God have done. This is what me and God have done in the past. This is who I am according to what God's word says I am. I'm a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I can conquer fear. I can conquer anything that life throws at me. Because if I couldn't conquer it, God wouldn't let it even come to me in the first place. There is nothing to fear in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You tuned in again for the second week, and that means so much. And I really pray that, you know, the words that was said in this podcast can um, bless you throughout this week and throughout your life, man, like for real. Um, hope to see you guys next week on Church Boy Confessions. We're going to keep this going. Uh, man, love y'all. Y'all have a blessed week. Later.